welcome to Let's Go There, a podcast featuring a group of women with a wide range of life experiences in dealing with everyday challenges. We hope you will enjoy this episode. Hello, Kim. How are we doing today? Hi, Ava. Lovely to hear your voice. I'm doing really well today. Lovely. Great. It's fantastic to hear from you too. So, um, we're going to be discussing today um, spiritual abuse. So last week, or the last time that we were here, we introduced uh, domestic abuse and the you know the forms that domestic abuse can take. Uh, one of these forms, and especially for women of faith, women who are Christian, Muslim, Jewish, whatever faith they are, one of these forms um, are spiritual abuse. So spiritual abuse is not in the government. Um, definition of domestic abuse but it's uh, a form of abuse but that's recognized in practice and certainly is recognized among people who um, who work with women of faith so we wanted to touch on that a little bit today um, I wonder if I can just begin with a with a definition of what it is and then and then perhaps Kim you can enlighten us on on you know what this can mean for women or men yeah. who, are, who, who have this particular experience. Mm -hmm. So this definition um, I've taken from um, Abraham's um, Agatai and Mulliville. It's a paper from 2018, and you can access it from um, you can access, you can download it from uh, the London School of Economics. It's called Faith, Spiritual Abuse, and the Search for Justice. It's a 2018 paper. And they um, define spiritual abuse as coercion and control of one individual by another in a spiritual context. So this might include, for example, deriding a woman's religious beliefs, denying her time to pray or fast at appropriate times, or forcing her to transgress deeply held religious tenets. Or there might be an insistence on obsessive observance on every aspect of ritual. Scriptural, scriptural texts may be used or misused to demand obedience and reinforce the perpetrator's entitlement to headship. So, here's our definition. I wonder, Kim, if you can enlighten us on what some of that might mean in the everyday for women or men who are having this particular experience. Yes, indeed. Yeah, thank you so much for that, Ava. Um, just to mention also that spiritual abuse is really not limited to one religion or denomination or group of people. It can happen really in any religious group, okay? So um, I think, you know, on understanding spiritual abuse, although it's not in the government guidelines, but it's very important to understand it because it does happen um, to women and men of faith, Um there are many different forms of spiritual abuse, as there is, as we've discovered, as we talked about in our last session, about the different forms of um, abuse in a relationship. But spiritual abuse has many different factors to it. And, um, and it, you know, it, 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 you know if, we pertain, if we're talking about an abusive partner who is using spiritual abuse, this could also, this could come under the category of like um, shaming them, making fun or ridiculing their religious belief or practice. I remember personally from my own experience, um, 
my partner was not religious at all but i was i was a i i am and i i was a christian then and um he would make fun of me when i came home and 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 laugh and say you know start to sing and and take the mickey out of it you know is is you know what are you going to do are you going to start to pray if something starts to happen in the household or if, or if he was coming to become quite physical with me because why don't you start praying to your god now um they can prevent you from practicing your religion i mean i was often told as well that you know when i could go and go to church and when i couldn't um they use your belief to manipulate you to bully you um they can also demand that your children will not be raised in your faith um and they use religious texts or belief to justify other kinds of abuse towards you so um this is like i said this is an abusive partner abusing you but we also have <clears throat> where leaders also take that stance also um of abusing members of their congregation also where they use scriptures or beliefs to humiliate you to embarrass you um a big one here is to curse you into giving money <laughs> uh, or or other resources that you didn't want to give um forcing you um or pressuring you to be to feel that you're obliged to do certain things in the church when you when it's against your will so these tactics um both within the church and and in a home spiritual abuse can be quite damaging to um a, a person of faith so um it's it's quite um it's a huge topic which really gets spoken about but um i'm really glad that we've been able to do that now ava in some form <laughs> absolutely um and you know in in particular reference to um domestic abuse i certainly know um when you deliver training um kim you know we deliver some training to to churches on domestic abuse there are particular scriptures in the bible that can be used to kind of reinforce um to reinforce abuse as well you know particular i wonder if you could um talk to us a little bit about any of them really any of those scriptures um that can be used from the bible to to um indicate or to um to justify kind of abusive practices so this could either yeah. be by you know pastors or say if um both um parties are in the church both partners both spouses are in the church that can be used you know to encourage um kind of abusive practices or further abuse the person mm mm well i think probably one scripture i think i would like to talk about is and i think one that is often used as a demonstration um in regards to being always used in a form of spiritual abuse is the one the bible where it says wife submit to your husband as to the lord for the husband is the head of the wife as christ is the head of the church and i think that's in um I, I believe that is in Ephesians five twenty two to twenty three, and um, I've heard this countless times. This scripture being used by leaders um, and leaders and the perpetrator against the victim 
in regards to um, a woman's role in regards to her household with her husband. And when it says, wife, submit to your husband as the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife. Um, often used to say, that's what you should be doing. That's the way you should be behaving. That is how a woman must be with her husband. Because, I mean, it says it there in the Bible. It's, that's what God says. And, of course, your husband is the head of you. Given a sort of sense of submission that you must be, you submit to your husband submit to his ways submit to anything that he says or does to you that you must accept it um for me i'm going to be quite plain here the bottom line is here is that any form of abuse is unacceptable and there's not a scripture in the bible that would condone it or say this is what you should be doing and this is how you should be behaving because that is not the God we serve and I mean even in our training we talk about how our, our main scripture is God is love and if God is love why would he say that you're supposed to submit to your husband you know he is the head of the household you know you have to do as he says that that's not the God that we serve because if you finish reading the rest of that on on, on Ephesians 24 it says now as a church submits to Christ so also wives submit to their husbands in everything. And it, it, it basically telling you that it is, it's all about the church. It's about Christ. It's about submitting to the Lord. It's submitting to the headship of God. And it, it's amazing how scriptures can be twisted and um, used as a form of well, this is a spiritual abuse as, as telling you that this is how you're supposed to behave. This is what you're supposed to do in your household with your um, with your husband or your wife in some cases. But it's completely wrong because that's not the God. I always say to people, actually, I said, if Jesus was right by your side right now and, and you were experiencing that in your household, what do you think Jesus would say? And I certainly don't believe the God, well, a God I know would not turn around and say, oh, yes, actually, yes, submit to your husband. Yes, yes, anything, if he's beating you, yes, accept it. It's all very well. No, there's a different sort of submission as in respect to your husband as he will respect you also. So it's a two-way street here. Um, so what we do, we, in our training, I mean, we, ha we have different um, exercises and different um um, scriptures that we give to our uh, um, delegates to go into groups and we really sort of tr trash out you know where physical abuse or sexual abuse or any sort of abuse they could find or see in these um, the narrative that we give them and it's amazing that how reading the bible you miss these things and 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 you don't see where sexual abuse or sort of any sort of spiritual abuse pertains in the bible because you don't think about it like that but um our, our, that's a great thing about our training is that we open up the eyes and the ears and the spiritual mindset of those that are part of our training to see that you know this is unacceptable in many many ways and if, when we break it down it becomes quite clear absolutely and i just wanted to touch on here before we um we swing out 
of the session. I just wanted to touch on, you know, not so much um, spiritual abuse, but as a result of experiencing spiritual abuse, a lot of the research point to women internalizing some of the scriptures and thinking um, it works both ways. Some of the scriptures can help women to um, to manage when they're experiencing abuse, and they may even um, they may even say that you know the fact that they made it out of abuse was because of their faith and because of relying on particular scriptures. But at some point during the abuse, um, some women or some some people who are being victimized may read the scripture and think to themselves that they're not being faithful enough. They're, they're, they're not being patient enough. They're not being pious enough. Um, they need to wait on the Lord to answer their prayers. Um, some some, some uh, people who are being victimized might be advised by either people in the church or their friends to, um, to pray for the abuser, to, to, to pray for the person who's carrying out the abuse. And honestly, if the, if the abuse carries on, the, the you know the person who's being abused might be thinking what am i doing wrong i've prayed i've read the scriptures and this abuse is still happening so what we think is really important is making that distinction between the adversities we know life is life throws up so many different challenges and we're called upon to draw upon our faith uh, we're called upon to rise to those challenges but we need to be able also to, to discern when the challenges that we're facing are abuse and we need some help to manage with them or they are the everyday challenges in life. Like if you're bereaved, for example, you know, it's going to be difficult for a time, but uh, with time and with support, you will move on from that particular um, experience. But we can't conflate or get them all mixed up together and thinking that abuse is just another one of life challenges. You know, experiencing such levels of abuse can be fatal for a lot of women. It can be really life-limiting. Um, so one of the things I wanted to, um, to leave with um, from the session today is that in the UK, there's the Association of Christian Counselors. Look it up on your, on your, um, on your web browser. If you think you're experiencing any form of spiritual abuse, but if you think you're experiencing domestic abuse, again, call the National Abuse Domestic Abuse Helpline. But for those um, particular and specific contextual um, issues to do with your faith, do access um, some of these support services, some of these counseling services that can help you through difficult circumstances when it comes to faith. Okay. So we have to end it now. So 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 soon. I feel like we've just begun. So bye from me. Always. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you found it inspiring and insightful. If you have been affected by any of the issues raised today, feel free to contact the Association of Christian Counselors in your area. For more information about our ministry, please visit ntcg.org.uk slash WDM.